Man, I still can't beat Ganon in Kirby's Sword and Shield. Oh man, just turn down the difficulty. It'll help so much. Huh. Wow. I'm finally experiencing success, which inspires a sense of achievement and a feeling of confidence. And I also feel like I'm able to experience the full narrative the way the developers intended. Thanks, Randy. Hey guys, I'm Randy. And I'm Daniel. We're two lifelong friends and musicians, but when we're not playing gigs, we like to talk games. And today on the Game and Gig Podcast, we are discussing whether or not games should have adjustable difficulty. So right off the bat here, Randy, what do you think? <laughs> Just get right into it. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, what's your gut reaction? I'll tell you that uh, I personally uh, do like it when games do have adjustable difficulty and we'll get into why in a little while. But, mm -hmm. uh, that being said, I feel like some games don't need it, you mm -hmm. know, that, um, for whatever reason, I think there are some exceptions, uh, that like, like for example, like, uh, platformers, like what can you do? What can you do to a platformer to make it easier? You know? Yeah. There's like certain styles of games where it just really doesn't make any sense to begin with. Mm -hmm. Um, so, that would be my like uh, things like some games obviously don't need it at all, but there are certainly games that uh, I think benefit from having it. And uh, I think it's convenient for not only myself, but I think uh, there are a lot of use cases where I think a uh, an adjustable difficulty setting is like maybe even the right moral thing to do. And we'll get into that Ooh. a little bit. Yeah. If we're taking the moral high ground here today. Okay. Well, I agree with you. I mean, when you said platformers, I kind of thought like, I don't know, maybe some action platformers out there where you can maybe make the, the enemies take less damage or something like that. But you're right. I mean, the the joy of a platformer is the level, you know, so right. you can't really change the level. So I'm with you. You could, there. You could like, you know, change the, the enemy like difficulty. But like some platformers, like say like a Mario or something like one hits, one hit. You right. Know? Right. Like a 2D Mario or something. True. Yeah. Yeah, so I, you know, I, I agree. I mean, those I don't really see how you would even do it to begin with. Well, I mean, they've been able to do it though, with like, uh, you know, like say like uh, the, uh, the Donkey Kong thing, like uh, the Funky Kong. Or, yeah, yeah, it, giving you basically an easy mode where like you have where you, you don't take damage. Yeah, the thing about Funky Kong is he had like all the power ups that all yeah, the Kongs yeah. had, or something, so. There's something definitely like ways that. that can be done, but I mean, I think it is a case by case basis for yeah. some games. You know, Dan actually designed. Uh, when he was in college, he had to design like a little 8-bit game. And he his game was called uh, Wizards Never Die. And it was a uh, it was basically like Galaga, but it was like from the side. Instead of like shooting up, you were shooting sideways and you were a wizard. And the reason he had to call it Wizards Never Die is because he couldn't figure out how to put health in his game. So the wizard couldn't die. <laughs> so that game was... Uh, only easy mode. It was mode. only easy mode. Yeah. Yeah. So he what just told me about that the other day. So, uh, you know, what do you think about uh, difficulty modes? Mm. I mean, I don't want to give it all away because I think we definitely have some interesting things to talk about. But what is mm. your general thought up front? Uh, I like them. I, I didn't. I mean, I don't. I try not to use them. Same. But um, if you'd asked me like two years ago, I'd have been like, no, those no, those just get good. You know, just play it the way they wanted you to play it. But yeah. Yeah. but no, I, I've I have since mellowed a little bit. So I, right. I agree. I think it's a good thing. And it, it, you know, what it really comes down to is it makes the game more accessible, which is mm -hmm. good. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I was getting at. I really, <clears throat> we'll talk about that in a little bit in mm -hmm. terms of accessibility. Yeah. For, you know, there's many different reasons that you'd want to include some accessibility options in your game. Absolutely. Um, but so, um, so there's one thing that I think is that comes up most often with uh, 
you know, difficulty levels in games. And that's frustration, mm -hmm. right? Because you get, if you're doing a, like a, a boss fight or something over and over and over and you just, or a level and you just can't get through it, it can make you super frustrated. And it can, mm -hmm. I've, I've had where I don't even want to finish the game. I'll be like, I almost be like, I'm done with this. You know, yeah. um, I think of like Cuphead. I was that way. Eventually I was like, you know what? I'm out. I'm yeah. done with Cuphead. Cuphead's one I want to do eventually. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't even know if Cuphead has a difficulty setting. It it may not. It kind of embraces being like yeah. tough as nails. Yeah, so yeah. I, I don't know. It may not. And you know, it's kind of weird to think about like a game like Cuphead being like a two D, you know, side scrolling kind of thing. I want those games to be hard. So I'm like more apt to use the the easier difficulty on like a big three D game. I, I don't know why. It's just like. I think it's, I think, well, one, those big 3D games are off, often, like, narrative-driven. Yeah. And, like, when a game is narratively driven, like, what's the, what, sometimes, like, uh, it's not about, like, a difficult boss or something, <clears throat> really. It's just about the experience. And at that point, making the enemies a little easier can, mm -hmm. you know, you still get the same, a similar experience in terms of, like, the narrative experience, which yeah. is, like, the, I guess, the main point of the game. Right. But. I have one of those examples we'll talk about later. Yeah. Um. So, like, here's the thing, but the question that comes up a lot, at least we saw this and when we talked about this in a poll and some comments, um, a lot of people were saying, like, you know, um, you're not, when you change the difficulty, you're not getting what the developer intended for you. Yeah. Um, which I wonder if that's true or not. Well, I mean, I you know, I see it on uh, on difficulty settings that you choose at the beginning of the game. You know, it'll say... It'll say very easy for those who only care about the story. Right. Yeah. Easy for those that occasionally want a challenge, but really care about the story. Right. Normal. The way the game was intended, mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, you know, they make it with like a specific gameplay experience in mind, but I mean, those, these developers are a lot smarter than you and I, and you yeah. know that they put thought into like how it's going to play on easy right, as well, right, unless right. it's just crap. I mean, I mean, but yeah, no. I'm so, I mean... I think I would have taken that argument two years ago and been like, this is what they intended. You should play it this way. And I do still default there. Me too. But I do too. But I don't like start up a game and put it on hard either. I, I put it on normal <laughs> generally. Yeah. I don't know what game I've ever... I don't think I've ever started a game on hard. Like maybe if I did a replay or something, I, I might yeah. put it on... Like, mm -hmm. I want to do a hard mode replay of Dread, for instance, yeah. but but not Dread mode. No, yeah. That's too much. Yeah, I usually, <laughs> I usually, I usually default to the normal, and I because I guess like that's what I think is the normal experience. But, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I think that if the devs were like dedicated to only having this one experience, I don't think they would put they difficulty adjustments in the game. Yeah, just wouldn't give you the option. Yeah, it just wouldn't be there. And and developers certainly do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, like that's like take uh, like the. Um, like uh, Elden Ring, yeah. for example, it doesn't have difficulty settings, right? right. Um, but that's because the developers didn't want to give you those difficulty settings. Yeah. They they had a particular, um, you know, intention for the game, and they weren't going to allow for anything that was different than that. Mm -hmm. They, you know, they only gave you the one option. And there are some things you can do in Elden Ring that make it a lot easier. I've heard some people talk about like. It doesn't have an easy mode, but there are like there are definitely things that you can choose to use mm -hmm. that make the game much easier. So, which is an interesting approach, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, like that. Yeah, but I mean, like all those kind of like Souls games. Um, well, they're they built their they're, reputation. They're, they're, on they're known, to be, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, but then you have games like, uh, like for example, uh, did 
did Metroid Dread have difficulty settings at the beginning? Did I it have so. like an easier version? Yeah, yeah. It had, oh, well, okay. at least had hard. I mean, yeah, because I did actually start a hard mode replay already. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it had easy. I bet it did though. I don't remember. I don't remember. But it didn't have dread mode. But there, uh, you know, I noticed mm. like uh, I just got done playing Kirby in the Forgotten Land, uh, <clears throat> and that game was fairly easy. But it had an easy mode beyond. The, e- the beyond the normal game, which I thought was pretty easy, but mm-hmm. I'm guessing that's oriented at kids, mm-hmm. which um, is one of the reasons I think that they should be there. Is like I think that kids, um, you know, especially if a game is, you know, oriented at a general audience, mm-hmm. you know, and it has that, uh, you know, that rating for everybody. Mm-hmm. I think that it should have uh, ability to be accessible by to kids because yeah. you know. Lots of times the little kids aren't very good at video games, right. but they still can enjoy them. And I know that like I when I was a kid, games that I couldn't finish. Oh god. I didn't like a whole lot. You yeah. know, but if it was a game that I could actually play and enjoy, I really I really liked it. Think about how many games I mean, games were hard when we were growing up, man. Mm-hmm, yeah. Think about that dang Lion King game. Oh my god. I still can't beat that. Let us know if you're watching this and you've actually beaten the Super Nintendo Lion King game, please let us know. You're, you are a god amongst yeah. us humans. And don't lie about it. Just <laughs> don't tell us you beat it if you didn't. Mm, that game is so hard. If so more hard. than like three of pe- if more than like three people but tell the reason, us they beat it, I don't But the play. reason that game is hard is because the platforming is just so janky. Like that's, And they did that on purpose. I, I mean, think I've told you about that. I, don't, like, I mean, I think you may have, but I don't remember exactly. So they, Disney, you know, they did all these movie games. And... Um, it's a cash grab is what it is. They, yeah, yeah. they intentionally it's developed the games yeah. to be really, really hard so that you would have a, a difficult time beating them in a rental period. That way you would have to just buy it. That was, <laughs> that was a real like initiative. Because the game, if it didn't have awful platforming, you probably, it probably wouldn't be that long of a game. No, probably not. But that, like, literally, that I can't wait to be king level with the flamingos and the hippos. That's very early on in the game. It's like the third level, and it is so hard. Mm-hmm. It's like the hardest video game level I can think of. I remember when we were kids, like and I've be, played hard games, being that, like, "Oh, I made it to adult Simba." If you if you could, yeah, claim that that was like, man, you you are. I still don't believe you that you did that. Oh, I've done it. I don't believe you multiple times. I've never done it. I actually did it on. Um, did isn't that game on? Uh, no, no, no. I have the physical cartridge for Super mm-hmm. Nintendo. Yeah. I went back and played it. Uh, maybe like a year or two ago, and I got to Adult Simba again, but I didn't get very far beyond that. Yeah. I uh, played it not too long ago, too, because I got it on Switch, because I thought I could beat it now. No. It's just as hard as I remember it. It's, it's really, really hard. That's a game that could benefit from from a, di- from a difficulty scaler. So we've kind of already touched on this a little bit, but um, we what types of games benefit best from difficulty settings? I think we've already said, you know, like narrative-driven games. Mm-hmm. It makes total sense to have a difficulty slider because you're not really there to experience the game for its combat or for its challenge. You're there to get the story. Right. Um, so, like, uh, any games that you've used, in, uh, like, an easier mode to get through, I know I have for a couple different reasons. Mm-hmm. I have. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you want me to just give you a specific game here? Because uh, I've got a great example of one. Yeah, I think we yeah, both Yeah, did. go ahead. We can, we can move that ahead, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I turned the difficulty down. Uh, I don't remember what part I got to, but I I was loving the game and I really wanted to just like get to the end and see the story. And um, I kept dying on this thing, and it wasn't the same place you were talking. It wasn't the turrets. Yeah, that's was, where I did it. 
it was like a boss or something. And I turned down the difficulty and just whomped him. And um, then I actually forgot to turn it back up for a number of hours. Mm-hmm. So I actually played a large chunk of that game on easy. And um, I have no regrets. Yeah. At all. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that game isn't really... I mean, like the combat is fun, but it's not really about the challenge of the combat it's about the the story and the atmosphere and you know experiencing it mm-hmm. um yeah so like um i did a similar thing on final fantasy 7 i think that i uh did uh kind of like flop around depending on like i think i went back to normal and then if i had some like a boss that was giving me trouble and i had done it you know multiple times and i couldn't get through it, i'd turn it down and finish the boss and turn back up mm-hmm. i did that on that i did that uh you know what I did? Um, the opposite of that was on uh, Doom 2016. Mm. I uh, you turned it up. I turned it up for uh, dang son. Well, I really wanted to. I had heard, and maybe I was wrong, but I had seen that like when you finish bosses, you get achievements. And this is one of the rare times when I actually was like, "Ooh, it'd be cool to get this boss, get the achievement for beating this boss on uh, hard or something." I, mm-hmm. I think that's what it was. I don't quite remember. Mm-hmm. But I turned it up to. Uh, what I did is I, I was doing the boss on normal, and then like uh, I was like, you know, that wasn't that hard. I was like, I'm gonna try it on uh, that one on hard just to see. And I remember it was so incredibly hard. Yeah. But when I finished it, I was like, oh my gosh, that was so cool. Uh, I think it was the final boss of the game that I did that on just to like see if I could do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember having a similar experience, but I didn't. My story doesn't have a happy ending. Uh, where when I first played God of War, the remake. God I remember of War, you telling me about this. Uh, I loved it so much. It's like it's still one of my favorite games. Oh, so good! Yeah. And um, so me and Frankie decided we were going to do a new game plus mm-hmm. and do it on hard. Yeah. And we were going to going to trade the controller back and forth and do it that way. And we, and we being me, really, yeah, uh, could not beat the tutorial. <laughs> and maybe I just suck. <laughs> I don't know, but. I felt like I was pretty good. Like I had beaten some Valkyries and stuff. Like well, I wasn't. That, I didn't just breeze through the game. That game has a good like the normal difficulty is is really well balanced. Like yeah. it's hard without being crazy hard, but it's it's not easy either. Well, that that hard mode though. That hard mode. I haven't done it. I mean, and I had it. I had the Blades of Chaos and everything from the beginning. You know, spoiler, <laughs> you know, no spoilers, but because uh, it was New Game Plus, so yeah. I couldn't do it. It still haunts me. <laughs> Uh, you know, there's like a, another reason I was just thinking about this. You know, I was thinking like I used to uh, I remember playing The Witcher, mm-hmm. The Witcher 3, and uh, I played that on normal difficulty. I didn't, you know, I didn't adjust the difficulty settings any through that game. But I like know that n- if I play that game now, mm-hmm. some of those bosses were so hard. Yeah. Um, especially this one deal, the DLC boss, one of them was so hard. I think that if I was doing it now, running the channel where I'm trying to get through games in a reasonable amount of time, mm-hmm. I would have turned down the difficulty for that boss. Yeah. And I just that and that's another reason that I think that it's useful is for people who don't have as much time. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of time to play games, but I like to go through a lot of games. Yeah. And oh, because we like to cover them on the channel. We like to talk about games. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I, you know, I want to play them. Yeah. Um but Sometimes it's good just to like, if I'm running across a boss, I'm like, this is going to take me hours of practice. Mm -hmm. I'll just be like, you know what? I'm just going to turn down the difficulty and get through it so that I can get to another game. Yeah. Well, not that I don't like the game. Yeah. Well, you know, I just did that on triangle strategy to get, to get past a level. Like I was a little under leveled for the level at first, Mm -hmm. but that hadn't really been a problem up to that point. Um, 
but I just, I died like three times and the battles are not quick. It's not like a, right. it's not a, a small undertaking mm-hmm. to, to do a, a battle on triangle strategy. And, um, I was talking to you about it, you know, and I was like, God, this level's so hard. You were like, kind of like in our intro, you, you were like, just turn down the good difficulty, man. <laughs> and I did, and I did experience success and it did inspire a feeling of confidence and achievement. And I do feel like I'm experiencing the narrative the way the devs intended. <laughs> and that's the God's honest truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like now triangle strategy, is it one of the things that, um, I think having difficulty settings um, that's important is um, <clears throat> these difficulty spikes mm-hmm. where a game will be like really well balanced, but all of a sudden like one level or one boss or one little thing you got to do, it's just way harder than anything else in the game. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just because it's just kind of like, an, you know, maybe the developers was a little oversight or maybe they didn't realize it was going to be this hard. You know, right. There's a lot of reasons for it, but. Um, those difficulty spikes, it can be good to just even out those difficulty spikes. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's, it's useful for that. Yeah. Um, one other thing that I was thinking that um, before I came over here is that um, I think that difficulty settings can be really great in games because, um, you know, there are so many different people in this world and everyone has their own struggles, whether that be physical or mental. Yeah. And, um, those people should be, you know, people who I think everyone should be able to experience the game at their own level. Mm-hmm. And if that means having a, a difficulty adjustment, you know, to to accommodate everyone, whether that be a kid or, you know, like there's all kinds of things. Yeah. But I think that it can be great for that. Yeah, totally. I mean, I have a I, I know a, a person uh, I know I know a person who knows a person basically who who uh, doesn't have arms and he plays games with his feet. Yeah. And like he probably benefits from some of these accessibility options, you know? So, Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, that's why like, even at the game awards now they're giving away, you know, they're one of the big awards is, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, achievements and, uh, you know, these accessibility options. Yeah. And I think that that's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. I mean, you know? And like, I think that people can get upset when a game has like difficulty sliders on it because they're like, Oh, you know, that's just cheating or whatever. But it's not always just like making the game easier just so you can like say you finished it, you know. Yeah, they're it's not, not really about that. They're not really thinking that through though. And I did I wouldn't have either like two years ago. Yeah. Like I said. You know, but I mean I when I think about like like recently I've I, I played Mario Kart with a six year old. Right. And he was awful. Right? Right. Uh, because, and I realized he didn't know, or well, his mom didn't know really They it had all these options like yeah. tilt controls, you know, auto accelerate, uh, you know, course correct or whatever. Like yeah. none of those were on. And he yeah. was, of course he was coming in 12th every time. Right. You know? And that's very disheartening. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, Hunter, give me that thing. And I changed a few settings and he immediately was getting like sixth, you know, fifth. And we were playing on 50 CC already, which is another option right. you know that, right. yeah. that a six-year-old needs and um then when i stopped playing you know he kept playing and he would come show me throughout the night he was like he was like look and he did win some races you know because of those those right. little options so mm-hmm. yeah that that kind of stuff's important and mario kart does that really well yeah i think a lot of games do it well i mean but there is certainly a place for those games that are meant to be difficult mm-hmm. but that kind of brings us to the question of do you really do you like games that are difficult like really hard games do yes like but I d- but it depends on what they are. Like, I like really hard platformers. 
You know, like that's something that I've always really liked. Mm-hmm. Like Celeste is really hard, but I love Celeste. It's right. one of my favorite games that I've played in the past five years, probably. Um, I want to play Cuphead, you know, for the same reason. I want to play Super Meat Boy because everyone says Celeste is very much like Super Meat Boy and that 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 attracts me to the game. Um, but like, you know, new like AAA games that are like story driven and, and all that, I don't always like them to be... Super, super hard. You know, like like Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it really just depends. <clears throat> I do like some hard games. And then when you finish a thing that is difficult, it can give you a great sense of achievement. But mm-hmm. also just, like, getting to the end of a game and seeing the credits roll can give you a great sense of achievement, too, even if you played it on an easier mode. Right. Um, and, you know, like, I, probably much like you, I do <clears throat> default to normal. And mm-hmm. I pretty much always leave games on normal. But there have been some select times where for, you know, like difficulty spikes, I bring it down. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm just like, sometimes I, you know me, I play a game and even if I don't 100% love it, mm-hmm. I will see it through. And if it's a game that I like but don't love mm-hmm. and I just want to get through it so I can move on to something else, sometimes I will just turn it down just to get through the game. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what games I've done that with, but I know I've done that in the past. Yeah. I just I just thought of a random one, uh, Hades, like. Hades is super hard from Hades approaches it weird because it doesn't give you like, I don't think it gives you the option to play on easy. There may be an easy mode. I don't think there is. I don't don't think there is either. I think you just play it and it's hard and punishing, but it like forces you to get good. And then that game is so good that you get so good that, that what was hard is now easy. And it then gives you ways to make it harder. I've heard (laughs) that. uh, I've heard, um, I think it was, uh, I think it was donkey. Mm -hmm. Um, on his review of Hades, but it could have been someone else. Um, I think he said that the really cool thing about Hades and it's uh, how it approaches difficulty is that you, it doesn't have an easy mode, but as you play the game, you unlock easy mode by, it gives you more things you can do. And you right. just eventually it, the game gets easier as you go. Oddly. Yeah. Like weirdly it gets it easier. Does. Yeah. It does get easier and you get, you just get better and you know what to expect and you know what to pick up and when you get all the stuff. Yeah. 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 So it just kind of like you gradually are, and then by the time you start completing runs, you're like, this isn't that hard. And then it gives you ways to make it like soul crushingly difficult. <laughs> so um, I think that overall, I think that there's there's a lot of nuance in this discussion of, you know, difficulty settings. And we did a poll on this topic and I thought we got some really interesting comments on this. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, let's go over the poll. The poll said, um, should video games have adjustable difficulty settings? And 77% of people said yes, Mm -hmm. and 23% of people said no. So it wasn't like completely overwhelming, but it was pretty overwhelming to the uh, yeses. Mm -hmm. You know, um, about three quarters of people say, yeah, the game should have adjustable difficulty settings. Mm -hmm. I Um, agree. Yeah, I think they should. I mean, it depends on the game, obviously. Mm -hmm. There are some games where it doesn't make sense. It like it doesn't make sense mechanically to do it. You know, like right. it, the game doesn't like uh, like Tetris, for example. Like what could I mean? Tetris make gradually go gets harder as it goes, right? I mean, like what would be the point in keeping Tetris slow? I don't know. Um, yeah, I, mean, I guess you could do that. I guess actually, yeah. there's probably some people out there who would want Tetris to stay slow and just like it's just like a puzzle that you just yeah. keep. Yeah, I mean, I get, it. I get it. Um, so let's uh. Let's go through the comments here. Uh, yeah, so, Daniel, how about you take us away with this first Yeah, we one? got Captain America here. Steven Rogers uh, says, no, Super Nintendo games didn't have a good difficulty slider. It's true. 64 games didn't have a difficulty slider. Pretty much none of the early Nintendo games had a difficulty slider. 
I can make an argument for some of the new games, though. And I was 14. I was playing the Resident Evil games for PlayStation 1. It's hard. Had to solve puzzles and everything. Very difficult. Also had to conserve ammo and avoid major zombie hordes. Now that my aunt's daughter is 14 and playing the Resident Evil remakes, she definitely needs a difficulty sweater. Slider. I think that was a, maybe a text, too, or a typo thing. I think, Autocorrect. I think she needs a difficulty sweater, too, Steve. <laughs> and when she tried to uh, play the ones for the original PlayStation, she didn't even make it a quarter of the way through the game without dying 50 times and then get, then getting mad because there was no autosave feature. That dude, sounds like Randy. Dude, Resident Evil. Uh, autosave. That's a whole different conversation. We need to do a podcast on that one day. Um, but the... Uh, the original Resident Evil game, you know I played that this past October. Yeah. That game is very hard. Mm. Uh, it's hard because, one, it has no autosave, and you have to really go out of your way to autosave, um, and the puzzles are difficult. That game is hard. Yeah. That game is very hard. Uh, and, and it's one that I uh, I love Resident Evil 7. I love Resident Evil. Uh, well, I you know, I've played 7, 8, and 4. Mm-hmm. Those are the only ones I played, mm-hmm. uh, but I love all those games. But I'll tell you, Resident Evil One is nothing, nothing, like, nothing like these. And uh, but uh, it's it's difficult. Yeah. And um, so Stephen Rogers here says that uh, we his that, friends call him Steve <laughs> to make an argument for new gamers. So like, yeah, that's what we're saying. Like kids, younger people. Yes. It kind of makes sense. So I think that maybe it, it should sense. be there, you know? If we want more people to play games. Right, right. Need to make it a little more inviting. All right. Uh, we have another repeat commenter here, Larry House. Yeah, says, House. Now, this is kind of an Larry opposite. House, MD. Kind of an opposite opinion, where Stephen Rogers said no. Larry says, of course, games are that, games. They should be enjoyable and engaging to accommodate the player. Like sports, only a select few really make sense. Wait, make it to the top. Yes, like sports, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, a slight few people make the top. Like athletes. Athletes, yeah, yeah. yeah. But most people aren't after that. Most people just want to kick back and chill for a bit. I recently beat Metroid Dread and working through Elden Ring. Mm. Uh, The difficulty there is rewarding, but what? But off putting for many. Oh, but off putting for many. It's off putting. Gotcha. And that will keep people from experiencing the masterpiece both these games are. That sucks. Also, not everyone plays with the same mental and physical capacity. Mm-hmm. What's easy for some might be really hard for others. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what we were saying. Um, and I don't, I think this is a good point because uh, a lot of people just say, you know, like, oh, just get good, you know. Yeah. But uh, it's it's not always that easy. No. Past Daniel was that way. He was a jerk. <laughs> well, I don't think it's a I just think that, like. Um, You're just not thinking. Yeah. And, and there's also the, like, maybe the game <clears throat> is just not for you. Mm-hmm. I don't really like that. Uh, that argument. That argument. I don't really like that. Uh, that. Yeah. But I agree. You know, games are games. They should be fun. Yeah. They should be entertaining. They should. And that being said, you know, it's not like uh, most games with the select few like Nintendo games that just have an easy mode and don't have a hard mode. Most games that have difficulty adjustments have a hard mode. Right. So if you want to, you know, go in there and really like dig in and make it difficult for yourself, you can. You can. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on, we got leftover pizza. Uh, they say it depends. A difficulty slider that's just a damage taken slash damage done modifier, no. A difficulty slider that changes aspects of the game to make it easier or harder, such as loot, enemy AI, etc. Yes. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of what we were saying about like if you were to make a platformer easier, all you could really do is adjust like take enemies' damage, health, or yeah, you yeah. know whatever. Which some games do that. Yeah. 
I mean, that's pretty much what Triangle Strategy did, actually. I, just I don't really think the enemies made any different choices than they would have made. No, not they like just, AI choices. They just took a lot more damage. Yeah, and probably gave less. Yes. Yeah. And that's... Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think that that is... Uh, some games definitely do it that way, and that seems like the, the cheap way to get out of doing a difficulty setting. It does. Um, but then, like, there are certainly games that make the AI dumber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know... Yeah. And then, so I think that this is a little nuanced because I think that for some games, about all you can do is have a damage taken done modifier. You know, mm-hmm. like that's all you could do. Like mm-hmm. that's the only thing that would make sense. Um, so I think it depends on the game yeah. in terms of these specifics. But I agree. I think that uh, I really like games that the, I, I can't remember what game it was that I played, um, but I noticed in the options, it was the difficulty settings and to make it easier the only thing it changed was that when you killed an enemy, they gave you better loot. Okay. And it was like, you got more items. I want to say, gosh, it was a game that I played not too long ago. Um, but yeah, that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Because some games, all you need is like maybe extra health that enemies, enemies drop. Or maybe they drop yeah. more ammo or something like that, you know? Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. You know, I feel like Gears, maybe... The way they handle difficulty might be like the level of aggression the enemies, you know, exhibit or mm-hmm. I think it's gears. It's one of those games that I've spent a lot of time on. But also like uh, the enemy like uh, radius in mm-hmm. terms of like where they'll attack or like yeah. when they'll notice you and stuff yeah. like that. That Those can all be interesting ways to do it. I think it it's a game by game basis. Definitely. All right. One last comment. Celeria Rose. They write. Oh, thank you for commenting again, by the way. Yeah. Depends on the game and what the key point is. For some games, a certain level level of difficulty is the point. Mm -hmm. Talk about that. The Souls games, for example. Yes, there's exploration, story, and the like, but the key central point to the game is built and designed around the challenging gameplay. Uh, Remove that, and you've basically neutered the experience. It It would be like allowing players to skip story choices in Mass Effect or avoid the platforming from Mario, skip Mm -hmm. the puzzles in The Witness, it's just a point where having the alternate option would be detrimental to the game the devs wanted to make. On the other hand, there are games where it is more about the elements like story or the journey, and it's more important to the experience for the players to keep progressing to see more of that rather than being roadblocked by difficult gameplay. In this case, difficult settings are appropriate because they prioritize those key elements over potential difficulty, which is less vital in that context. Yeah. Yeah, very well put. And I think that kind of is really sums up my opinions yeah. quite well, is that it comes down to what the point of the game is. Mm-hmm. If the game is about story and exploration and the experience, why not have a, a, a pretty generous difficulty setting? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And then if it's if it's more gameplay centered and you know it's about the puzzles or it's about the platforming then yeah like i think yeah. the a great example uh, that was brought up here is the witness which i don't think you've played the I witness i have not played the witness but the witness is a puzzle game and um you it's also like you're exploring and going through this you're basically going through this little island world thing and you're unlocking things and getting mm-hmm. unlocking new areas and stuff by completing these puzzles and the game tells you nothing mm-hmm. and you just have to gradually learn these quite complex puzzles as you go. Yeah. But I'll tell you, the game is so cool because the, the amount of satisfaction you get when you figure out how to do these puzzles is immense. Mm-hmm. It is so cool. And, um, it would not be the same game if you could skip puzzles. Yeah. It just wouldn't. 
Now, that being said, that game is very hard. <clears throat> and um, for that reason, I think a lot of people will be turned off and not finish the game. Mm-hmm. But I think um, a game like The Witness probably could be enjoyed by anybody, even if they didn't finish the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it I wish there, you know, it it kind of... It kind of sucks that that is a game that I don't think is accessible to everyone. Because if you didn't have everything all together, either you know mentally or physically, I mean, like especially mentally, that game is very, very hard. Right. And it would definitely not be a game for everybody, which is kind of unfortunate. Um, and I, but I think with certain games, it just doesn't make sense. Right. No, I agree. I mean, think about Zelda. Like, how are you? You know, you're gonna make shrine puzzles easier. Right. I mean, I think you could do something like where enemies drop more loot yeah, and stuff like that. Could that. definitely be a thing. But not Zelda. Does, not all do, combat. You know. Does have you? I don't. I don't know that I've ever played a Zelda game that had a difficulty slider. I don't think they have them. I don't think they have them either. No. Um, I just got done playing Wind Waker this week. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like we're skipping on to our next section here. So what did you play in, Randy? <laughs> well, I finished playing Wind Waker <laughs> this week. Um, I really enjoyed that game. Very, you know, traditional. Zelda mm-hmm. and the dungeons and everything. Yeah. You know, uh, those traditional 3D Zelda games I like, but I don't love. Um, but I do like them, and I liked Wind Waker a lot. Yeah, Wind Waker is awesome. Yeah, it was really good. Um, I think I liked it maybe a smidge more than Ocarina of Time, which is crazy. Um, but I don't know if I'm prepared to say that, but I might be. It's really good. It's I really, love the Wind Waker. Yeah, it's really, really good. And, you know, there's the, the rumor is that Wind Waker and uh, Twilight Princess are getting released on Switch as like a dual, oh. two games on one cartridge. That'd be cool. That's the rumor. That'd be cool. I would suspect that that might actually come this year. You think so? Yeah. I If, if I had to like... I, I mean, know. that would take us back, you know, if you had... If they did that, then... Would that all be the all 3D. the 3D Zelda games would be on Switch? Yeah, everything. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That, that would be a cool Because thing. you'd get, uh, you know, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask through Nintendo Switch Online. Right. And then you'd have Skyward Wind Waker and, and Twilight Princess on... Uh, and just as That a game. would be as a game. And then Skyward Sword is on there. Yeah. And then uh, Breath of the Wild. That's all of them. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, I think and that they to should be able to have that on the go like that. Yeah, all of them, right? We're living in the freaking future. Um, so Twilight Princess is the only one that I haven't played. I haven't played I have that not one played either. it at all. That's the one the one 3D Zelda game that I've never played at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm excited. I hope that happens. Uh, but otherwise, games I'm playing are um, Guardians of the Galaxy still. Yep. Uh, I'm a little over halfway through that one yep. and enjoying a lot. Mm-hmm. And then um, Catherine and I have been playing Stardew Valley. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that's been going really well as well. We, you know, Stardew Valley is such a vibe. Yeah. And it's it's so relaxing. And uh, the only, you know, downside to Stardew Valley is that it's a game that has no ending. Mm-hmm. You just have to pick when you want it to end. Right. And be like, okay, I'm done. Um, so and we need to talk about this sometime. Um, we need to make a podcast about, you know, should a game have end credits? Mm-hmm. And I, I can save you the time on that one. Yes, <laughs> I love end credits. In yeah, the game. and it's and it's kind of like it, I don't know why it bothers me, but like uh, for example, Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla, it doesn't have end credits. And if any game should have end credits, it's that one because yeah. you you play it for like almost a hundred hours and then it, no payoff. Ugh. No in, no end credits. That's gross. To be and then well, I mean, like I get like that. There's a trade-off, right? Well, we need to talk about this later because... I'll tell you why I like them so much. Okay. I can trace it back to Super Smash Brothers 
the original. You know, and this this continued, but yeah. do you remember what happened when you beat a one-player mode in Super Smash Brothers? I know that the credits roll. But do you remember what happened then? Don't you, like, isn't it got the the flying uh, credits that you, like... Yes. Um, I don't know if the N64 ones were flying or if they were just scrolling. I don't really remember. It, they were all a little different. Yeah. Um, but you shot. You the, shot. You yeah, got to yeah, shoot uh-huh. the credits. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that was so cool. Every game should let you shoot the credits. <laughs> um, Human Fall Flat has a really cool fr- credits where you fall through the credits and you oh. can like knock the letters and it's super, super. Oh, that's super cool. cool. Yeah. Can you replay it? Can you replay the credits? I bet you can. You probably can. You probably can. It's really cool. Yeah, I used to love shooting those credits though, for real. Oh, and I wanted to... Even when you... You know, you could fast... Sorry, I'm just... No, no go, 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 no, go, go. You know, you could like fast forward through the credits. I would even do that because I played it so much. I, I didn't really want to take the time to do it the long form way. But I would like fast forward and then I would just like spam A and just see how many I could shoot anyway. <laughs> um, that was the hard mode of the credits. Last week, I forgot to mention that um, <clears throat> I played and uh, finished Star Fox 64 3D. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. You finished it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it takes like it takes like an hour to finish Star Fox. Well, I did I did the hard well, route. Well, I did it. <laughs> I did the hard route. Okay, you did the hard route. And that game uh the hard the final Andros boss mm-hmm. is very hard yeah. on hard. It's Do you like I'm, the 3D the Star Fox 64 3D better than the OG? Uh, I mean like it's not that different. Yeah. It's just in 3D. Other than that, I mean, like, it does have updated graphics and stuff, but, um, you know, like, I have done that. uh, The cool thing about that game, and in terms of its difficulty, is it has branching paths, and some are easy paths, and some are hard paths. Right. So you did the hard path. And I did did the hard path, yeah. And uh, you go to the, the last boss fight on the hard mm-hmm. and it's a di- it's completely different mm-hmm. you get a different ending you get like uh it's it's all very different yeah and uh i have done that hard path boss as a kid i don't know how many times mm-hmm. and um i thought you know what now i'm an adult it'll be easy it wasn't mm-hmm. easy it wasn't like i've done it so many times that it wasn't that hard yeah but it was not something that i did have to do it a few times to get it i didn't like mm-hmm. first try it or anything yeah yeah well that's cool um what are you playing I'm playing Guardians, just like you. I'm a little less than halfway through. Um, so you, you jumped me this week. Um, I'm playing Triangle Strategy, and I'm I'm a little over halfway through that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still playing Sea of Thieves like a madman, as you say, as you are as well. I know. Yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to always forget to bring that one up, yeah. because we stream Sea of Thieves on Twitch every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday. <laughs> every Tuesday, Sunday, and Thursday. That's right. Um <laughs> Sea of Thieves is a problem for me because um, I'm getting way back into it. Like I can feel, mm-hmm. I can feel the drive like for Sea of Thieves again. And for a while I didn't, I right. didn't feel it as hard. But now we've actually got people in our Discord server talking about it, and it, like it's reinvigorated me. Mm-hmm. We finally hit our 50 Twitch follower goal, so now the goal is 100. Help us get to 100 followers, and we're going to give you an eight-hour marathon stream <laughs> or something like that. Oh gosh. Um, yeah. And I'm all in for that. That sounds super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also playing, again, a lot of Smash. I just, I feel the drive Well, that one's been your whole again. life. That's it, been your whole life. I have never been able to get out of the shadow of Smash. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever want to. You might now. I mean, when's, uh, the next time we're going to see a Smash game, who knows? That's what I'm saying. That's why I had to keep this one alive. <laughs> I'm at like 750 hours well, on you, it. Do you, think, do you think there ever will be another Smash game? Yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. 
I mean, why would they not? It's like one of their most successful. What series. if they just port Ultimate forever? What if it's like GTA Five and they just keep porting it forever for like three more console generations? Yeah. Hmm. What if it's a Skyrim? You know. You know, it deserves to be. I'll tell you that it's great. What if it's like fifteen years <clears throat> before we even hear talk of another Smash game? Well, I don't. I don't, want I don't know why you're trying to get me down, but. Uh, <laughs> Sakura, I, I, he says he's not going to do another one, for, I think. He was kind of alluding to that. Now He's kind of ambiguous. No, he and he, he's leaving it open on purpose. He's but, done this before. But he's done Let's this before. Forget. Exactly. And he and he came back. I'm just saying. But not. I may be about to make a hot take, though. Because most, most Smash fans like worship at the altar of Sakura. And I also love Sakura. He's given me my favorite games of right. all time. He's given me my the, the game series that means more to me than any other. Right. But there's a lot of things about Smash I would change. And I'm afraid that Sakura and I just don't see eye to eye on some of these issues. So Fair enough. if somebody else did take the helm, I wouldn't want him to change much. Because Sakura pretty much nailed it. Mm-hmm. But there are some things that I that I would change. So um, I'm open to it. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm I not trying you. to kick Sakurai out the door. If no. he wants to come back, I welcome you with open arms. But right. If you're watching Sakurai, I love you. Yeah, I really high, high, highly doubt that. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, Sakurai. I'm, I mean, I, I heard he was a gaming gig fan. That's yeah. what I heard. I heard he was our 50th follower on Twitch. <laughs> That's what I heard. But I don't know if it's reliable. I mean, you never know with those Twitch usernames. But mm. all you right, know, man. It was like Kirby Kid Icarus Smash. <laughs> Ten thousand, something like it was, something like that. Anyway, I don't know. All right, well, I think we are at the end. So until next time, guys. I'm Randy, and I'm Daniel, and this has been Gaming Gig. Peace out.